Thanks for listening. For earlier access to these episodes, access to Ask Me Anything sessions, and extended breakdowns of historical and current events, please consider joining our warning premium community by clicking the link in the description to this episode. There are many people in America who stand in opposition to Donald Trump, but still don't understand him. They don't understand the appeal. They don't understand the people in their own families who vote for Donald Trump, despite being against everything that he stands for in the conduct of their own personal lives. They don't understand why decent people are attached to the malice, to the insanity, to the complete and total imbecility and idiocy that flows from his mouth every day. They don't comprehend why these people that they know, that they work with, that they're neighbors with, good people, some of them who voted for Barack Obama, will not walk away from a man who faces 91 felony accusations. Why is that? During this election cycle, tens and tens of millions of dollars will be spent on polling. The airwaves and the internet will be filled with data scientists. Everybody will have their models and their predictions. And once again, as we head into 2024, they will likely be wrong. They don't have their fingers on the pulse of the American people, and they don't understand the Trump phenomenon. The defining issue of our time is the total and complete collapse of trust between the American people and almost every institution you can think to name. The United States military for a very long time was immune from this trend, but recently it has become susceptible. This is the fruit of Donald Trump's incessant attacks on the American armed forces and Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. It's the result of all their smears, all their lies, all their silly accusations of wokeness. The impact is most seen amongst Republican voters. So now the military joins other institutions in a free fall of trust. The crisis facing American democracy at its core is a crisis of faith and belief. At the beginning, our founding fathers talked often about faith and belief, but also happiness. They believed that happiness was deeply linked to the concept of freedom, and that within a happy society, the people must be free to pick their leaders. This is elemental to the American way of life. Most Americans understand this. Most Americans wouldn't abide a dictator, a tyrant, somebody who proclaimed themselves emperor or king. They'd be laughed at, scoffed, mocked. So why is it tolerated by so many tens of millions of Americans who stand, will place their hand over their hearts and say the Pledge of Allegiance, or sing the Star-Spangled Banner with fervor and conviction? How can they support a man who denied an election result and staged a coup? It's very simple. When you look at the polling, it explains why. 
there are no expectations for millions of Americans that government will deliver anything for them. Who are these people? Well, among them are the 60% of the population that lives paycheck to paycheck. Remember, 40% of the country does not have $400 cash available for a state of emergency. They hear the promises, but nothing in their life ever changes. When gasoline near $6 a gallon, middle-class people in America don't believe the economy is good for them. We're at a hinge in American life. The labor movement's ascendancy and resurgence is proof of that. The strikes that are taking place are meaningful and important because they speak to the very nature of work and thus the dignity of the citizen in the 21st century. But what happens when people no longer have an expectation that anything will happen that improves anything for them. Once expectations are bottomed out and fall to zero, someone like Trump can rise. Because what Trump is at the end of the day is a philosopher. He's a philosopher of fuck youism. And the philosophy of fuck youism is very simple to understand. Tens and tens of millions of Americans who have lost faith, who believe that the game is rigged. There is one set of rules for the people at the top and one set of rules for everyone else. Among them, the millions and millions of Americans who lost homes after the financial collapse of 2008, while not a single Wall Street executive went to prison. Their only hope is that somebody from somewhere, will deliver the only thing that they think they can count on. They just want someone to say, fuck you, to the people they hold responsible for wrecking their American dream and they feel utterly powerless against. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. How does Trump deliver for that? Again, they're not looking for policy results. They don't believe them. Even when something as grand as Biden's Infrastructure Act is passed, they're so poisoned by the billion-dollar propaganda machine 
that surrounds the empire of Maga Malice, that they don't believe a word of it. The only thing they see is the reaction by the people that they hate, by the people that they think condescend to them, disrespect them, and ignore them. Yes, I'm talking about you, American media. What they want to see is those people antagonized. What they hope to see and what they laugh about is how they react to Trump. Every day, Trump delivers his fuck you, and the people cheer. Why? It's not in their interest. It's not in their country's interest. This is the cost of cynicism, the cost of disillusionment. When the only thing that millions and millions of people look for, can count on from their political leadership in their country, is to deliver a fuck you. When you reach that point, and we have, we're in a crisis. Trump is part of the crisis. Trump is a threat and the greatest danger to American democracy. But politics in America is downstream from American culture. A healthy society does not produce a President Trump. A sick, decaying, and rotten one does. These things happen in democracies. Mistakes are made, as it is said. But in the end, the next election is the one that matters. Because there's nothing new to learn about Trump. We know what he is. We know what he stands for. And we know that he means it when he talks about a platform of retribution and revenge. He does not have enough people in this country to support him, to be elected, unless there are enough people who are apathetic enough to weigh in with their indifference. And then maybe, just maybe, he can achieve the small majority he needs to take power for the very last time. And then there will be chaos, and there will be mayhem in American society. The job of American politicians, whether they be at a local, county, state, or federal level, is to serve the public interest and to do it in a way that is consistent with American law and the Constitution of the United States. Donald Trump's betrayal of that document betrayed also our history, our story, and sacrifices that beggar the imagination over 250 years. What he did was immoral. It was appalling. But nothing he did could have been done without the appalling, amoral, utterly despicable cowardice of nearly every single elected 
Republican at a federal, state, county, and local level everywhere across America through 50 states of the union. 